welcome to another episode of Sleep and Relax ASMR. This episode we are continuing the animal exploration series. We're still in letter B. B as in boy, B as in basketball, B as in um, boil, B as in uh, uh, burger. I just didn't want to use the same examples I used last time. Um, so either way, today we continue letter B on animal exploration. If this is your first time joining us for animal exploration, welcome. No need to listen to this in sequential order, but uh, premise is quite simple. We're just learning about uh, different animal species in alphabetical order, and uh, yeah, I've got some some facts, some some knowledge that I've uh, compiled, and of course I tend to throw in my nonsensical, nonsensical, nonsensical rambles that uh, either bore you or put you to sleep or in some cases maybe annoy people and, but just kind of like a trademark at this point so last time we finished the episode with barnacle and um, to be frank I didn't realize that barnacle was even an animal I'm not sure what I considered barnacle to be but now we know so with that in mind, let's jump off, jump off, let's not jump off, let's jump in. There's no need to jump off, you want to jump into the episode. Animal Exploration, Letter B, Part 2, and we begin with the Barracuda. Fearsome looking carnivore of a fish. The barracuda is a large species of fish found in the warmer coastal regions of the world's oceans. There are more than 20 different species of barracuda that range in size from less than 50 centimeters to nearly 2 meters in length. The barracuda is widely spread across the oceans, but is more commonly found in the more tropical regions where there's an abundance of food. Although barracudas can be found in the deep ocean, they tend to prefer coastal habitats along continental shells and close to coral reefs. The barracuda is known to be an aggressive and dominant predator, often relying on a surprise tactic in order to catch its prey. Barracudas also swim at over 40 kilometers an hour in short burst, which they do to overtake prey that may be trying to swim away. I remember going on a um, school trip in my youth. It's probably pretty obvious. I don't think most people go on school trips when they're 40 years old. Not that I'm 40, but you get the point. Anyway, I remember it was a uh, school trip. You know, whole theme was learning about marine life aquatic life, coastal bodies of water and all that, and, um, you know, school organized for us to actually go fishing, 
catch and release, of course. But it was, you know, supposed to be a hands-on experience to help students connect with nature to some degree. This is the way I recall it. Maybe if you talk to my third grade teacher, then, you know, she'll tell you that wasn't the point at all of it. As a matter of fact, but what I remember is um, I didn't catch anything that day. But I remember a uh, classmate of mine, she caught a barracuda. Now, the only thing I knew about barracudas at the time was how aggressive they were. And um, I didn't vocalize it. I didn't scream. I didn't do anything. But I remember being scared, thinking that almost as if if you were to reel in the uh, barracuda into the boat, you know, you were um, risking the barracuda pretty much like unleashing its aggressive, not realizing that barracudas, you know, it's not as if you'd be able to put them on the deck and they could just walk around. I, I knew they couldn't walk around, but since all I knew was how aggressive they were, I thought, well, couldn't, couldn't it hurt us? I mean, isn't that a very scary animal? I mean, what if it, what if it eats my, my classmate? I don't want anything. So I remember whereas, whereas everyone from my class was going over to her cause it was a miserable fishing day. I don't think anyone else caught anything. She only got that one barracuda, but I remember everyone running over there. I was with my mom, maybe my mom and my dad, but I think it was just my mom. And, uh, she asked me, do you want to go see the barracuda? I said, absolutely not. That is the last thing I want to do. Why would I want to, why would I want to go over and get face to face with this menace of an animal? And risk what? Losing losing a limb? I'm not going to do it. It's just funny to think how, you know, as kids we all have these ideas of the way things work. Anyway, that's my long roundabout way of letting you know my uh, one and only experience with barracudas. So now you know. Up next, we have the Basking Shark. The Basking Shark. Originates in the Atlantic Pacific Oceans. Of course, a carnivore. Size will range between 6 meters to 12 meters, or 20 feet to 39 feet. Lifespan, 20 to 100 years. If you listen to uh, part one of Letter B, Animal Exploration, I was um, sort of lamenting the fact that for, I think it was the, um, what was what was it? the baboon, I think it was, that they had a lifespan of between, oh, you know, the baboon can live between, let's say, you know, 15 and, 40 years, and I said, it's not really a life range, I mean, that's, shouldn't a lifespan span, you know, 
like shouldn't you consider what you think to be assuming from natural causes not from you know hunting or fishing or anything what the lifespan of the animal is and then kind of get a smaller range I mean we're talking about an 80 year most humans in that 80 year period have either passed on or approaching the point of passing on and that's the range that you're giving the basking shark but anyway I'm not a I'm not an expert the basking shark is the second largest species of shark and fish in the world behind the enormous whale shark basking sharks are also commonly known as the sunfish the elephant shark and the big mouth shark the basking shark is found inhabiting temperate temperate coastal waters around the world with the exception of the Indian Ocean the basking shark is one of only three plankton feeding shark species and is the largest fish in British waters basking sharks are most well known for their enormous mouths which balloon out in order to take in as much water into it as possible and are able to process over 1500 gallons at a time as filter feeders the basking shark's mouth contains hundreds of tiny teeth which are used to filter food particles out of the water basking sharks are generally solitary animals found hunting alone although they are also commonly seen in schools of up to 100 basking shark individuals usually during seasonal migrations they are also known to spend most of their time closer to the surface of the water where they can be easily spotted as they munch their way through the ocean plankton is the primary source of food for the basking shark along with other small organisms such as fish squid and crustacean probably not barnacle as the second largest shark species in the world the basking shark has few natural predators apart from hunting by humans the great white shark and the killer whale are the only real threat to the basking shark mainly due to the fact that basking sharks are slow and generally sluggish swimmers up next we have the bat There are 47 species of bats living in the United States. Bats live in many types of environments, except in extremely cold places, so polar regions, or extremely hot ones, such as deserts. Bats are important pollinators and help to control the population of insects. These animals are social and live in groups that can number in the hundreds of thousands imagine living with hundreds of thousands of your closest friends families and neighbors though vampire bats are the most well-known there are only three species of bat that use another animal's blood as food well, is that it only three hmm. 
So I've got five bat facts for you. Fact, bat fact number one. Some bats travel up to 2,400 miles each year to spend the winter in a place with a warm climate. Bat fact two. 70% of all bats feed on beetles, moths, flies, mosquitoes, and other insects. Bat fact three. The biggest type of bat in the world is known as the terapus. Bat fact four. Bats have been known to survive for over 20 years. And finally, bat fact five. A bat is a mammal that can fly without ever gliding. Gliding. G-L-I-D-I-N-G. Five backed fats. Five, it's kind of a tongue twister, isn't it? Five bat facts. Five bat facts. Five bat facts. Five bat facts. Before bed. Of course, I have a few other notes here, but I want to try to cover a few more animals than we did last time. For some reason, I included a ton of uh, other bad facts. Okay, up next, we move to the Bavarian Mountain Hound. Originates in Germany. Average size is about 50 centimeters or 20 inches. Average weight is about 34 kilos or 75 pounds. And the average lifespan is about 14 years. Bavarian Mountain Hounds are calm, quiet, poised, and very attached to their masters and family. When hunting, they are hard, single-minded, and persistent. Courageous, spirited, fast, and agile, they are at ease on a rugged terrain with a superb nose and powerful hunting instinct. The coat of the Bavarian Mountain Hound is short, thick, and shiny, lying very flat against the body and moderately harsh. It is finer on the head and ears, harsher and longer on the abdomen, legs, and tail. The Bavarian Mountain Hound is not suited for city life. It is in regular need of space and exercise and also requires regular brushing. They are not dogs for the casual hunter. Most are owned and used by foresters and game wardens. Bavarian Mountain Hound. Up next we have the bear. Bear. Bears, obviously depending on the species, can uh, be quite uh, vast. So size can be uh, in height anywhere from 4 to 11 feet. Weight can go anywhere from 27 kilos to 450 kilos or 60 pounds up to 990 pounds 
quite um, scary to know that they can reach a top speed of 35 miles an hour if you ever run into one in the wild. There are eight different species of bears across the world with a conservation status ranging from vulnerable to least concern. Depending on the bear species, habitats include North America, South America, Europe, Asia, and the northernmost polar regions. While not ordinarily a threat to humans, bears can be very dangerous if startled, provoked, or approached when young bears, you know, cubs, are present. If you've ever seen The Revenant, um, then that, that's what a bear will do to you. That's based on truth from what I understand. So much like bat facts, I have top bear affairs. No, I have top bear facts. Unfortunately, it does not rhyme as nicely as the other one. But we have top bear facts. Bear fact number one. While considered a carnivorous species, most bears eat vegetation as their primary food source. Number two. Bears will fight to the death for family members. And number three, many bear experts believe bears can smell from up to 20 miles away. So that delicious little uh, waffle that you're heating up in your little portable toaster oven when you're camping and you're putting some delicious Canadian maple syrup on that. Yeah, if there's a bear in 20 miles. It's going to go over and it's going to ask if you have some breakfast to share. So we have um, eight bear species. So we have the Asiatic black bear or the Asian black bear. The Asian black bear is also referred to as the moon bear, primarily an herbivore found predominantly in southeast in southern Asia Afghanistan and parts of Japan they are often found in trees in mountainous areas and then we have the brown bear also referred to as the grizzly bear found in North America Asia and Europe they are most notable by the humps that rest over their shoulders and massive brown physique these bear species are the least likely to become extinct of all the bears at this time. Now we have the northern, excuse me, the North American black bear. It can be found in northern Canada to central Mexico. It does not have a climate preference. They will even feed on prickly pear cactus. Isn't that a line from the Jungle Book? Prickly, prickly pear cactus. Doesn't Bubaloo or whatever his name is. Prickly. Like that. Of course, we have next the polar bear, only found in the Arctic region surrounding the North Pole. They travel by floating glacial ice blocks. As these ice packs melt, the threat to the existence of polar bears increases, making them highly susceptible to extinction. Next we have the spectacled bear, also referred to as the Andean bear. Enjoy spending time in trees, 
They are the only bear species to reside in South America. Next we have the panda bear. The panda might be the most well-known bear on the planet due to their perceived adorable, adorable appearance. They primarily feast on bamboo in central China. Sloth bear. Sloth bear receives a namesake due to the similarities of the sloth animal. The long snout allows them to consume prey, not typically associated with bears, including ants and termites. These bears are found in India and Sri Lanka. And last but not least, we have the sun bear. Some bears are distinctive due to their cream crescent markings on their chest. As they often eat bees' nests, they are commonly referred to as honey bears. You can find them in Malaysia and Indonesia, and they are vulnerable to extinction due to deforestation. So there, those were the uh, eight bear species. Moving along, scrolling down. Scrolling down. This is the first time I've ever heard of the Andean bear, I believe. I've heard of all the other bears. But the Andean bear, I don't think I had really heard of before. Up next, we have the bearded dragon. Bearded dragon. Lifespan of 6 to 15 years. Top speed of 25 miles an hour. Not that I think they'll be chasing you. Bearded dragons live in central and southern Australia. They are omnivores that can live up to 15 years or older. This animal uses the beard of spines under its chin to communicate its moods to other animals. They are cold-blooded, so they need to live in warm temperatures. This reptile is a popular pet because it's affectionate and curious, and much like bat facts and then bear fares, which really we all know is actually bear facts. Now I have five bearded dragon wagons. Five bearded dragon facts. I'm improvising as I go along. I wanted it to rhyme. Okay. Bearded dragon fact number one. A bearded dragon can grow to be two feet long. Number two. Some bearded dragons go into a type of hibernation in cold weather. Number three. Number three. I'm realizing that I only copied four of them. So, four bearded dragon wagons. Number three. Bearded dragons live in woodlands, deserts, and savannas. And number four. These reptiles lay on rocks to sun themselves and raise their body temperature. A bearded dragon has yellowish tan skin. It has a long body with a tail measuring more than half 
of its total length. A bearded dragon can measure up to two feet in length, including its tail. Bearded dragons protect, them, protect themselves from predators by changing color and blending into their environments. Bearded dragons are shy, solitary animals, except during mating season. It's kind of like every other, every other animal, right? I think they're pretty cute. Might be a controversial statement because some people might be looking at them saying, you know, they're a reptile. Why do you think they're cute? I don't know. I think they can be cute. Up next we have the beaver. Beaver. Not to be confused with beaver tails, the delicious Canadian treat. Beavers are most well known for their distinctive home building that can be seen in rivers and streams. They may as well have their own a little shows on uh, HD, TV, TLC, whatever network it is. The beaver's dam is built from twigs, sticks, leaves, and mud, and are surprisingly strong. Beavers are nocturnal animals existing in the forest of Europe and North America. The Canadian beaver is the most common beaver. Beavers use their large, flat-shaped tails to help with dam building, and it also allows beavers to swim at speeds of up to 30 knots per hour. The beaver's significance is acknowledged in Canada by the fact that there is a Canadian beaver on one of their coins, which I think is the, the Toonie. Two-dollar coin. That was one of the coolest things when I went to Canada. I love how for one dollar they don't have currency they just have coins and then same thing for two dollars that's that was always so cool it's kind of convenient right because if you just want to grab you know something that's two bucks three bucks you know here's two little coins and you're on your way beavers are known for their danger signal which the beaver makes when the beaver is startled or frightened a swimming beaver will rapidly dive while forcefully slapping the water with its broad tail. This means that the beaver creates a loud slapping noise, which can be heard over large distances above and below water. This beaver warning noise serves as a warning to beavers in the area. Once a beaver has made this danger signal, nearby beavers dive and may not come back up for some time. Really cool, really cool animal. Never seen a beaver in your life. And we have time for one more. Um, just quickly scrolling down here. And uh, we'll call it an end after that because I might lose my job if I show up to work late again today. I don't mean to, but just been waking up. You know when you go through your those time periods where, for no reason at all, you just start sleeping a little bit deeper, and then you start waking up later for no reason. Like what I've noticed is it really doesn't matter what time I fall asleep. 
what matters is the time I wake up. And then if I kind of condition myself to wake up at six, seven, eight, it doesn't really matter. Then pretty much no matter what time I fall asleep, I'll be accustomed to waking up at that time. But yesterday I slept probably a full hour earlier than usual. And yet, you know, I woke up today and I was just as tired as if I had slept an hour later. But, I don't know. Alright, I'll stop talking about work and sleep schedules. Last on today's episode is the Bengal Tiger. The majestic Bengal Tiger. One of my favorite animals. So interesting and uh, just a beautiful beautiful animal. The Bengal tiger, also known as the Royal Bengal tiger, is a subspecies of tiger found across the Indian subcontinent. The Bengal tiger is the national animal of Bangladesh and is considered to be the second largest tiger in the world. The Bengal tiger is the most numerous species of tiger in Asia and is found in dense forest and mangrove swamps and jungles throughout India, Bangladesh, Bhutan, and Nepal. As mentioned, the uh, species is considered to be... um, The Bengal tiger is considered to be the second largest species of tiger, although it's uh, kind of reported or suggested that the Bengal tiger is actually, on average, larger than the Siberian tiger. The white tiger is a Bengal tiger that has mutated genes, meaning that it is white in color with black stripes. The Bengal tiger is a dominant and carnivorous predator, hunting its prey by shaking it until the Bengal tiger has the opportunity to catch it off guard. They primarily hunt larger mammals, including deer, wild boar, cattle, and goats. After a gestation period of three to four months, the female Bengal tiger gives birth to up to five cubs. Newborn Bengal tiger cubs weigh about two pounds and are blind and helpless. The mother feeds them milk for about two months, and the Bengal tiger cubs are introduced to meat. Bengal tiger cubs depend on their mother for the first 18 months and they start hunting on their own. And then you contrast that to human babies which need I mean I've known some people that are legitimately 16, 17, 18 that if not for the influence and for having you know their parents around to help them with everything uh, they would most certainly perish. But that's a topic for a different episode. Anyway, that's the uh, conclusion of Animal Exploration Letter B Part 2. Started with a barracuda, ended with a Bengal tiger. That's the name of the episode today. Let me know which was your favorite animal. Which one uh, did I miss a really cool fact about? You can share with me at hello to sleep relax ASMR.com. That's all for this episode. Thanks as always for listening and take care.